and welcome back to another episode of the Raving Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Tiemann. My name is Jeremy Augusta. I'm Farhan Coleman. And we are back. Last week was a mess. That's with, an understatement. Yeah, it was just, it was, there was stuff going on and I went insane a little bit and yeah, so we're back for this week and we have several things to talk about. So Jeremy, do you have any gaming things I'll go gaming the first. Right. So there, we're all familiar with the console war of Sony versus Microsoft. Yes. Xbox versus PlayStation. Yes. And while it's completely ridiculous that anybody gives a shit mm-hmm. about the platforms they play on, I think PC gaming has now one-upped console gaming. And that is there is currently a huge war in the PC gaming community. I don't know how big it is. It's probably a vocal minority. But um, so a, a large portion of the PC community has is really angry that Epic Games, the creators of Fortnite, um, the Frostbite engine... Um, and other things, has created their own store. Uh, They're paying for games to be exclusive, so Metro 2038, um, Borderlands 3 are going to be exclusives to the Epic Store, and you can only access it through Epic. And this is pissing a lot of people off because they want their games on Steam. And the amount amount of just garbage comments that have been left on Reddit because of this is just really great. And you can drink the tears of people (laughs) who have nothing... More important to do during their day than complain about which uh, launcher they use to get to their video games. So that's uh, one of the things happening in the gaming world right now, and it's pretty depressing. Yeah, that, that's that's wild. Like, I to, can't even count. I don't even know what to say about that. It's like to to kind of illustrate just how ridiculous it is. Um, this April Fools, because we haven't recorded since then, um, April first. Damn. Uh, the r slash gaming subreddit shut down to highlight the toxicity in their community and received thousands of comments calling them all sorts of terrible things. And mm-hmm. then people went on r slash PC gaming and had a lot of the same gripes. And the PC gaming mods made a post saying like, gaming's right, you guys are toxic as hell. And then it just got worse and worse from there. So th- so that was one of the the big gaming news things that happened since the last time we recorded. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that yeah very extremely ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh, that's it for gaming news. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have any comment on that other than how silly. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So uh, gaming stuff out of the way. Last week we got a couple trailers. We got a teaser for uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie. That was weird. It is weird. Um, I'm not completely discounting it because Joaquin Phoenix is like really good in everything he does. Well, you're not feeling the trailer or something, or it's like it's either gonna be like I don't know. It's it seems kind of artsy. And yeah. It's like it's it's the Joker. Like like the Oscar contender. Version yeah. It's like the Joker would be. It's a very we live in a society type trailer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the memes. Gamers rise like, up. Yeah. Gamers rise up. It's like a bit of that. So I was like, okay, but also like. I'm interested to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in like setting a Gotham City centric movie in like that sort of era, era and like that style of it, where it's like a gritty, mm-hmm. like gritty, like '80s Scorsese film about yeah. like corrupt cops and gangsters and stuff. So like, I'm interested to see what they do with it. But yeah, I feel bad for Jared Leto, honestly, because I don't. If Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix comes in and actually delivers. Like a extremely solid performance, and then we have to go back to Jared as Joker is going to be very I, awkward after that. I don't think we'll ever have to go back to Jared Leto as Joker. I think he's out. I think he's out. Then who do we go to then after that? What do you mean? In I, suicides. Joker, I'm going to say because Joker, I assume, isn't dead in the DCEU. I assume he's scheduled to appear in more films. I mean, there is a, a whole Suicide Squad too. 
and Birds of Prey, which I assume he's scheduled to appear in. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's scheduled he to appear He might appear in that in, like, a flashback, because Birds of Prey... What, is that the one with... Don't look at me. Sorry. I have no idea. They're, <laughs> one of the no ones clue. that we've discussed, I'm pretty sure it's Birds of Prey, where, like, the, the subtitle is, like, the, the, the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> we're getting Harley away from the Joker. So he might show up in, like, the beginning in, like, a flashback. Okay. But... I know James Gunn's Suicide Squad. The only people that are coming back are Amanda Waller, which makes sense. Um, what's his face? The the guy, the Colonel guy, Rick Flag, yeah. and Captain Boomerang, which okay. is fine because Yay. he was underused in Suicide Squad. But um, oh boy, yeah. So I don't think he'll be in that, and okay. they might just be like, he's dead because this Batman's a murderer and he finally <laughs> killed him. I hope. I'm so tired of the Batman doesn't kill people thing. Like. That's such a well. They did away with it. Character yeah. trope. I'm so glad it's gone. We could talk about Zack Snyder's little appearance where, like, they screened all his films, and he was like, "I, I can't." <laughs> did even... he cry because he saw his own film? No, he just like dropped oh. a bunch. He, like, he's just like, f- basically, if you can bleed this out if you want, like, if you're if you're still pissed that Batman doesn't kill, fuck you. You're living in a dream world type stuff. Uh, and it was just stuff like that. Well, for once, like, I agree okay, with Zack, Zack Snyder. Snyder. It's like okay, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board with Zack on that one. See. Yes, but he just like feeds into like the pseudo intellectual part of his fandom. Well, yeah, have that, you seen like, a Zack Snyder movie? <laughs> That's yes, pretty I much have. all it is. <laughs> um, My favorite thing. Speaking of Reddit, there was a picture of a screenshot of Man of Steel, and it's Clark in a church saying something to the effect of I should turn myself in so less people get hurt. And it's he's sitting there, and behind him is Jesus, and it's like uh, of course <laughs> the, the titling is like. Subtle, re- subtle uh, symbolism in Zack Snyder movies, and it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Do you, Thank you, do you remember Snyder. when Shia LaBeouf did that? When Shia LaBeouf rented out a movie theater and sh- had like, screened all his films, screened all of his own <laughs> movies. I love, I loved that so much. Oh, Shia. I miss Shia LaBeouf. That was such a weird time in internet culture where Shia LaBeouf was being talked about all the I time. I think he's out in the woods somewhere because 4chan just drove him insane. Yeah, which I think is hilarious. Following so. For anybody who doesn't know, if you don't know this weird niche internet thing, Shia LaBeouf put up a flag that said he will not divide us or they will not divide yeah. us in New York. And then people started defacing it and it was being live streamed 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So people get on there and do like Nazi salutes and like draw swastikas and stuff like that. And then he moved the flag and he's moved it like 10 times because people kept finding it. And until, and he always live streams like where it's moved where to. It is, and yep. people like 4chan will triangulate where. They literally use like flight patterns of civilian airliners in the country and like the time of day and they yeah. heard frogs in the background and they triangulated this thing to a field in like Tennessee yeah and found it in like six hours that was really it's insane that was crazy because some people have too much time you can there. literally see the 4chan thread it's like uh that sound of frog is only native to temperatures like this in this wow, part of the year have too much time like and they're I'm like aware. that's a model 492 <laughs> Cessna the, the year the models that have taken off in this yeah. area. Like, I'm aware that, like, most of the people in that thread are the worst, mm-hmm. but that is hilarious to yeah. me. It's so funny. Right now, it's actually... They need to be given something to do. <laughs> some task. Uh, right, right now, it's in one of his friend's houses, and they know what house, but you can't go in and do something to it because it would be trespassing, and it's currently live-streamed everywhere. <laughs> so that is okay. where... That that is your update on the Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf update. Flag watch. We should have Shia LaBeouf news. Shia LaBeouf every corner. Week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of, not speaking of. What am I talking about? Moving on. Um, Avengers Endgame tickets went sale went on sale last week and, and they sold and, out like, already. Shattered, like so many records already. Like yeah. it beat the Force Awakens record in like six hours, which is the previous pre-sale record. Just 
the movie theater in Mount Pleasant do pre-sale tickets? Yep, because nice. that's what I did with mine. Okay, I definitely <laughs> need to do that because I hated waiting in that line. Yep. Yeah, no, you're, you're sure not to do that for this. I believe the, like, it shattered, you said Force Awakens record ended, like... Six hours or something. Yeah, and it went over Infinity War as well, mm-hmm. So, which is kind of shocking considering how much Infinity War got to. Um, this is looking like... I, I, don't, I don't know how to exactly describe it, but... Like, the amount of anticipation we got from Infinity War, I thought, this is probably the most anticipation you're ever going to see for a film this magnitude, and yeah. somehow mm-hmm. Endgame is topping that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems, especially with a lot less characters, obviously the stakes are higher, obviously, after seeing mm-hmm. what just happened in Infinity War. But I'm not entirely sure how much Marvel can keep going on this hype train. Like, at some point, things have we to come back. We need time to breathe. Yeah, like, yeah. At, so, at some point, mm-hmm. things have to come back in, because the next, like, Spider-Man Far From Home can't, do these, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't do I th- this again. I think yeah. after this, it's definitely going to be like, okay, take a breath. We're going to do some smaller scale stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe hint at some things down the road because the Fox deal and blah, blah, blah. I but, which actually did go through. I feel like that yeah, news kind of went under that the radar through. that the Fox deal is actually done now. Yep. Disney's, the, sorry. There were some minor details leaked about the next phase of Marvel, and a, a lot of them were kind of being cautiously optimistic about the way that Fox properties would involve themselves in Marvel. And one of the takeaways is that, sorry to disappoint you, but there is no X-Men involvement currently planned right now. That's that's, w- that's one of the rumors that, is, that have been circulating. Honestly, that's fine because yeah. that show, throwing in a team of that scale this quickly would be like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need like, to take your time. You, yeah, like you that. need to take a breath. You need to make sure you do it right. You need to make sure... like. Because a lot of people are like... It's not like you're just inserting one character. Yeah. You're, you're inserting several characters with several different like backstories. Like the other half of the universe, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, that's something you need to take your time with, as yeah. well as Fantastic Four, too. That's not mm-hmm. something... Those two properties don't need to be rushed into any sort of cinematic universe, especially when you already have established characters like Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, mm-hmm. that you kind of need to develop right. as, like, you know what I'm saying, your new... Your core. new core, yeah. yeah you need to, you need right. to develop them as your new core before you start introducing characters from other mm-hmm. studios. Like, hey, everybody, get Cyclops. Yeah. No, just, just wait. You need time to actually develop that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of MCU, we have some news about Black Widow and the Eternals casting. I still have no idea what the Eternals is about. Don't, just like, whatever. But right, the rumor is time. at this point, Angelina Jolie has been in talks and Kamel Nanjiani has been in talks okay. to be in the Eternals. Those are two. So. Two good actors by all accounts. Yes. So do we have, do we what other information do we have on the Eternals so far? As far as it's like a cosmic team and they're like an offshoot of humanity that's kind of connected to Thanos somehow. And they're all like a bajillion years old and they all have like crazy powers. They're, Are there any directors in talk or writers um, at this point? I wanna say yes. Let me check. I believe it's hold on. There's a team of Comic We're, book people yeah. looking and seeing what characters they could feature in the movie. Feels I'm, like a more serious Guardians of the Galaxy, at least. For yeah, me. the director is wait, Chloe Zhao. I've never heard of never her. heard I'm not of familiar her. With that name, she has directed. Okay, after earning critical acclaim for her Sundance darling, The Rider. Ah, director hmm. Chloe Zhao looks to step up and release helps direct the Eternals for Marvel. So, Marvel sure. seems to be. Uh, like their own talent for like for they're, sure. they're they're kind of getting really good at finding these no-name people or these people who have never done anything related to yeah. superhero movies and, and and seeing potential in them i'm not gonna knock any of their choices yeah. because before winter soldier the russo brothers were known for directing community and yeah. like 
Yeah, their ability to scout one talent movie. is so, mind blowing. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. with, as far as directors go, like James Gunn had directed one thing mm-hmm. before he was given Guardians of the Galaxy. Peyton Reed, I don't think had a whole lot of directing experience he, before. Yeah. Him. I think he had directed a few low budget films, maybe one of the Bring It mm-hmm. Ons or something like yeah. that. Like these mm-hmm. these directors come from places where you wouldn't expect them to be successful in this field, and somehow Marvel finds and they knock it out of the park and do whatever slot works best for them, and they do their thing. So at at this point. I put faith in their ability to scout talent. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm just going to go, oh, okay, there's a new director I haven't heard of. It's going to be fine. I, you still need to prove yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. But Marvel's proven enough track record to where I'm willing to give them leeway to give a no-name director a giant project they've done it several times before up to this point. Sure. All right. Um, Real quick while we're on this subject. Yeah. Have you guys seen some of the photos of Brie Larson and Chris Hemsworth just out and about on the town? No, I, have no I don't think they're a couple. They're I'm not. pretty sure they're not. But <laughs> He's like they're not. They they look. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is definitely. They look married. so he, great to he has each other. Several kids. Yeah, they look. He has like three. They yeah. just look like yeah. the best of friends. Yeah, I. I, haven't I think seen they're going to be the best of friends in the movie. I think. Did they you will did too. you watch the um? You what am I the first? About? You guys uh, obviously watched yeah. it, but where like Thor's like I like her and like he mm-hmm. gets his he, he gets, pulls the axe. Is it still called Mjolnir? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Mjolnir is a better name in my opinion, but. Um, Stormbreaker looks way cooler. Um, I'm actually surprised they actually stuck to. I'm not surprised, but like, that's a pretty effective marketing campaign that you only showed like the first ten to fifteen minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and they actually pulled that off. And it's been like done so well. Yeah, like, like when they said they were doing hype. that, I was like, you're only showing the first ten to fifteen minutes of a three hour movie. That's your marketing campaign, but they pulled it off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. congrats to them on that. I was not expecting that to work out well. I think the only drawback of it is we've seen Tony like with everybody, so it's like yeah. him getting back to Earth is going to be like that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of upset I know that, and I'm also kind of upset that now I know that their their plan. I mean, maybe they'll tell me in the first five minutes. Of the we kind of yeah. don't. We but, have an idea of what the plan yeah. is, but it hasn't really been clearly explained. Extensively, exactly. they're going to steal the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And then undo and everything. It. My th- that, that is their their operating plan right now. So like my theory is in that scene that we got. Like, Black Widow still has the Infinity War hair. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, we're going to do this right now. Let's go. And so they're basically turning around from Infinity War and going to, like, fight him. Mm-hmm. He's going to kick their asses. They're going to come back to Earth and regroup. And, like, they're... Someone's going to be missing. And, and there's going to... Yeah, maybe. And then there's going to be, like, X amount of time passes of them, like, thinking about this or training or planning or whatever. And then they're going to do the secondary plan because in a lot of the shots she's got longer hair and it's red so you're not predicting time travel i had used the difference in hair as a possible clue in that there will be some time travel i think maybe but i think there's also going to be like a literal jump time will pass yeah while they're doing it there could be time travel still i think it's going to be more quantum realm that's oriented than just straight up hey we're going to go back to 2012 and steal the stone from loki when he invades new york i don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to Lean too heavily into that. They went all the way back and just like we saw snapshots of all the Infinity Stones elsewhere yeah. in Marvel movie. Like they went back to like World War II when Red Skull <laughs> yeah. was looking for the was it the Soul Gem? And they're like like Captain America's like I got it. <laughs> like he just grabs it and pops out. It's that like would the be hilarious. it's like the Would You Kill Baby Hitler thing. It's like if as soon as they say time travel, it's like well why don't we just find out how old Thanos is and just just go have Thor just stomp chop out half, Thanos you know? baby. Yeah, so I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, then you don't have a three-hour movie. That, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know how much they're going to play into, like, legit, straight up. <laughs> the movie's 12 It's looking less and less like that's the plan at this point. The yeah. closer we get, I think initially people thought, oh, time travel would be the way they undo mm-hmm. all the chaos that's happened. 
But the closer we get to it, I have a feeling that's not mm-hmm. how things get resolved. Yeah. I think that's kind of a cheap way of doing things. What's, yeah. what's the opposite of a snap? Like a clap? Are they gonna <laughs> you, are they gonna do like a one hand clap to reverse? Plus, everything? stealing the gauntlet from Thanos seems like a task that would take a three hour movie to try yeah. to. You know, that's not an easy person to take down. So and I actually kind of like that plan. Who a lot wields better. it when they take it? Like who puts the Infinity Gauntlet on? Who do they trust? My roommate thinks the Hulk, but I'm gonna say no. I that's mm. like who's other who else's arm could fit in it? Like the Hulk was my guess too. Yeah, but do you want the Hulk to wield the Infinity Gauntlet? Like I think maybe, it's, maybe it's, we see Bruce Banner get in touch with the Hulk and, and be able to control it. Yeah. More, and then he does it. Maybe. I, I think it's either going to be Tony or Thor. We were teased Thor. with Hulk for three hours during the last one. Mm-hmm. Just like, ooh, he might, he's coming. Like, yeah. we were even told in the trailer that he would be there, and he wasn't. Yeah. So I think the Hulk has a big role in this movie. I think so, too. And he definitely has a, a massive purpose because they, A, didn't kill him off, and, B, Idris Elba used power the dark power from yeah. his all fathers to to get him off that ship mm-hmm. i don't know i think especially because like he's been in the artwork and yes. he looks a lot more like mark ruffalo like he's Does just, he? it's like just green mark on the Ru- black suit that he was in yeah like it was like here's all the avengers and like hulk is kind of in the back of the three it's like it looks really shoddily put together photoshopped together mm-hmm. but hulk's yeah. in it and he's in like a gray suit and his face looks the most like mark ruffalo that it's ever been hmm. So I think they're going to come to, like, an understanding. So it's going to be, like, the best of both. So it's going to be, like, uh, Bruce Banner's, like, brain, and then the Hulk, he'll yeah. just be the Hulk. Yeah. So. Still don't, even then, I don't think he would be the one to put the Infinity Gauntlet on. Yeah. But does not fit anybody else's arm? <laughs> That's the only evidence I have for me thinking it's Hulk. Like, it, his arm is literally perfect for it. But, I mean, maybe we'll Tony see. Stark built it. Captain Marvel could put it on and just... They just look extremely big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I, power-wise, because you have to keep in mind, only people of certain... Strength can do oh, yeah, only people yeah. with certain strength can actually wield a stone, let alone all six of them. Mm-hmm. So, I, Thor, Captain Marvel, are the only two people I could actually. And Thor already has his whole Stormbreaker thing going on. So, yeah. I mm-hmm. envision it being Captain Marvel. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Interesting predictions. With the, I'm trying to think who else would. Unless like, they bring in. Could anybody else pick up Mjolnir? Nope. No, because Vision. Vision could, but he's, he's dead. not. He's, dead. he's not real. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not. He's not a real he's, boy. He's, he's not literally real. a robot. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Well, my my theory before. Want to bring in, um. I'm forgetting Adam Warlock. Name. Yeah, as I was about to say, I know yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Who's Adam Warlock? He's. He's. A is guy. he the dude who played Ultron? No. Oh. He's a guy, who's like some alien race made him, and he's supposed to be like perfect. Oh. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, he's but the perfect he's pretty much man. been confirmed there's at more, this point. We're not getting him, so yeah. there's I, more like Captain space explanation. But mm-hmm. he was he was a big player in like the comic mm-hmm. of Infinity Gauntlet. In the comic, he was the one that actually put on yeah. the Infinity. Well, not initially after Thanos lost it, but eventually he had it on. Yeah. We have, we have to kind of assume that they're not going to add anybody new. Like we're not. I don't think so. We're not no. really going to get anybody. Deadpool's going to come in. <laughs> I if I would walk out of the theater. Galactus is going to be in the post credit scene. No, he's not. If I if I saw. Anything like that, like Deadpool or Galactus or the Silver Surfer, I it would be too I, I would much. Be upset. Yeah, yeah it would be an overload. On. There's mm-hmm. already enough going on. It's a three-hour movie. The new character who's coming Dude. in to help is Captain Marvel. Yeah, That's that it. that is yeah. the new character we're getting. Everything else is background noise. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a three-hour culmination of twenty-something films. You need to keep it kind of on the straight and narrow right. and actually end it in a solid way. I don't. Yeah. You already had your movie to have craziness and zaniness. That was Infinity War. This needs to be a little bit more. I'm not gonna say compact, but like 
focused. Yeah, this is like this movie is the swan song for the original Avengers crew, so this needs to be definitely more focused. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's let's move on from Endgame because we're going to talk about this every week until it comes out. Um, Black Widow, they're casting David Harbor as what? Hellboy. We don't know. Black Widow. Yeah, he's like, Widow. put him in a wig. He's gonna do his little dad dance with I'd Stranger Things. Watch the I heard that, that uh, Taskmaster would be the villain in that. Me too. I heard okay. that. I hope they don't kill him because well, I'm I, sick of them killing their villains. I'm, and he's I a mean, cool villain. What what use would you have for Taskmaster outside of a Black Widow movie? I don't know. Put him in more like low, low stakes MCU stuff. Like he's Tango with Spider Man and oh, stuff. No, he, before, he's dead. Or, I'm, I hate to break it to you. Oh. Whoever, whoever the villain in Black Widow is is not making it. We have to learn point. this MCU. Don't I think certain villains, villains I think is worth keeping alive, such as like Vulture and Loki. Those villains I think are worth keeping alive. Taskmaster. Michael what do B. You Jordan do? was worth keeping alive. Yeah, my, both. Killmonger would have been worth yeah. keeping alive Absolutely. had they decided to do that. But yeah. what, what do you do with Taskmaster after that movie's over? I attribute the Killmonger one to them not knowing that the movie was going to be huge and them not knowing mm. that it was going to be really great. And I'm thinking now that nobody currently gives a shit about ta- Taskmaster. And going forward, they don't expect people to give a shit about Taskmaster. I guess you could have said the same thing about Killmonger before Black Panther. Yeah, too. I just I just want to see like a shift with the MCU where it's like there's a bunch of villains that just like are running around doing Villain Avengers. Well, like the Dark Avengers. Basically every Marvel movie, except for like the smallest, like the Ant Man type ones, yeah. it's like there's a bad guy and he's gonna destroy the world and we gotta stop him and then he dies and that's it. I want I want less of that. I want more vultures that can come back. That people that actually stick around. Yeah, just like chuck them in the raft. Like, oh no, Taskmaster's escaped, and now Spider Man's gonna face off against him, or Shang Chi, like five years down the road, is gonna fight him or something. Red something Skull like that. comes back now that exactly. the Soul Stone's been Red taken. Skull. He could come back in. I want like a Thunderbolts movie. I want like the the big guy from the Hulk to come back because that's technically in the MCU. I've never now. actually seen that uh, Edward Norton Hulk movie. It's very fine. I don't want to. <laughs> it's not that. Cool. I really like Edward Norton, but um, yeah. I don't know if I'd like him as the Hulk. But yeah, hopefully. I I also don't know don't know much about the Black Widow movie. I heard it's set in like the nineties or something, where she's still like KGB. So interesting. Do you want to talk about Shazam now? Yeah, sure. So I saw Shazam, and uh, I I dropped a, a little meme in the group chat of Gordon Ramsay going finally some good fucking, and then instead of food, it says DC movies. Mm-hmm. We got another pretty good DC movie. They've done three in a row now. I think they're on a pretty good three in a row. No, sorry, because Justice League was yeah. After Wonder Justice Woman. League was done. Sorry, Wonder Woman. sorry. Wonder Woman was good. Aquaman was good. Shazam was good. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't want to. If only someone had just did solo movies beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's almost like setting up individual characters is more important than. Like, Gee, can't wait to see Shazam work into the Justice League. It's it's pretty good. Does um, it, isn't there a cameo in that movie of somebody else from that universe? I might be do you guys care else. if I do spoilers? I don't. I will never see Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end, because in the middle of it, Billy Batson, who is the main kid, and his like adopted brother, they're like, "You gotta." The brother's like, "You gotta help me out with these bullies. You gotta turn into Shazam and like come to school lunch." And he doesn't what? because at that point he's being like, like greedy with his superpowers. Yeah. And then at the end he shows up and he's like, "Oh, what's up?" Brother, uh, Freddy, whatever your name is, I'm your friend. And then he's like, oh, I brought a guest. And Superman comes in, but you don't see Henry Cavill's face. It's oh. just here down. <laughs> okay. So you Superman, don't see Henry Cavill's face? Well, Henry, they would have had to CGI good. out yeah. the mustache again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I, that's nice. So, I would have rather them did that because so. you are kind of dealing with the whole... I don't know if Henry Cavill officially said he's not He's leaving, not coming back. I Warner Brothers hasn't said that he's out, and neither has he. I'm so... I'm 
gonna go. There was out a rumor that said he was leaving, and then he implied there. that no, I'm not. Yeah. But there was never actually any sort of official confirmation that he is leaving or staying. Yeah, I like him as Superman. I hope he stays. I think but I just think it's wild that we still don't have a Man of Steel two, but he's making cameos cameos in other people's films. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have a Batman. Yep, Batflex bat out. Probably don't have a Superman. I carry it on Wonder Woman, I guess. I, yeah, I, I I don't know if there's a better time to switch out your Superman than when you're you also think Zachary training. Levi works as Shazam. Yeah, he I does. Was, I was concerned it's, about it's that. It's actually casting. it's pretty seamless with going back and forth from Billy to Shazam because it, it's like at some points like you think it's it's the same guy because mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to be. The kid is kind of a little shit, and he's kind of just like, oh, I'm, I'm sad about An everything. Angsty and I'm angsty 13-year-old. teenager, because my life sucks. But the 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 back and forth between, like, when he turns into Zachary Levi, it's like what you would expect a shitty teenager to do if they had superpowers. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm, like, super strong, and I can fly, and I have lightning powers. Mm-hmm. So, like... The, it's in the, the all the trailers where he's like he's in the convenience store and he's like I'd want some beer please <laughs> and um yeah it's just it's just fun it's like a fun like it's more I think it's a bit more kid oriented mm-hmm. even though there is some like scary moments for kids in it which is also my complaint is because they haven't completely got away from gray CGI monsters yet mm. but yeah I was gonna ask who's the villain um so the villain is Mark Strong who is Doctor Savannah who is a Shazam villain from the comics. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he his like plot involves getting more villains from the comics called the Seven Deadly Sins, who are very different from each other. Like they have they're visually different from each other in the comics, where like Lust is like a sexy lady, and like Sloth is like a big fat monster, and like Wrath is like and he's big and angry. But this, they're all just kind of sort of similar oh. gray CGI monsters. Well, that's which where they you fight. save money on that budget. Yeah. So that was kind of the weak point, but they deal with them in an interesting way. I kind of... How do you feel about Mark Strong's performance? Because you say oh, he's he was great. good, and I'm going to be pissed. He's really good. Great, because I actually wanted him as Lex Luthor and not the yeah, he would have Jesse Eisenberg. He would have been a good Lex Luthor. <laughs> See, okay, but, um, now I'm angry. I forgot Jesse Eisenberg was <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> that I hope they Sorry, recast. I'm just laughing at the image of Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> acting as Lex Luthor. <sighs> Even in that extended cut of BVS, which is coherent, he's still mm-hmm. the worst. I hate every scene that he's in. I, wanna, I feel like I should be intimidated by Lex Luthor. And exactly. I've, you should have never be. been intimidated you by Jesse Eisenberg. Why Strong would have been a Jesse much Eisenberg. I, uh, I thought it should have been Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston would have been he good. He would have been really good. But isn't he supposed to be around the same age as Batman? I guess. Loosely the same age? I guess. Because that kind of sets up, like, they're kind of supposed to be peers, right? And then they have, like... Lex Luthor oh, Lex and, and Batman. Batman kind of have the same like goal almost. Like they both want to make society better, but they have different ways of doing it. Yeah. Well, I guess if Affleck was still in, that would have been a bit closer. Yeah. Because Affleck's kind of old, but he's out, so it doesn't matter. I did think it was funny. Um the the kid has a replica batarang <laughs> in his room because he's like a superhero nerd, because you would be in a world where superheroes are real. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my and he has like a, a bullet that bounced off Superman Whoa. in his in his he's drawer, and he's like, "This is worth like a hundred dollars. It's so cool." And I forget the context of the Batarang, 
But I leaned over to my friend and I was like, it's funny because in this universe, he's a murderer. Yeah, this I was like, Batman is a murderer. Do they make toys of this serial, of the things that this serial killer there's uses? There's Batman toys, there's Cyborg toys, and there's Wonder Woman toys in the movie. <laughs> he like throws a Batman toy at oh, man. Savannah. <laughs> in, a, um, in a world where Batman is a legit mass murderer. Yeah. Has we never still get in that toys. <laughs> he's got toys. Yeah. He's got merch. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got merch. The, I had Batman autograph my uh, boomerang. There right is a, shot somebody. a yeah. big spoiler if you Kicked guys don't care. Um, how, no. how big are we talking? Like, it was a dream. Like, how, 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 <laughs> the, how the final fight goes. And there's like, I, mean, other, I assume, I assume he wins. wins. <laughs> he wins, but Would've like. Would have gone on a limb and say Shazam makes it out of his own. I'm just going to say spoiler alert because in the comics, eventually, like, his adopted family. They also get Shazam powers, and they all become like ripped, jacked adults that can shoot lightning. And that happens in the movie at the end because they have the staff where it's like, when Billy first gets his powers, the wizard who dies, um, he puts the staff down <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, "Say my name, say Shazam, and you'll get the powers." Essentially, so he does it. And then at the end, Billy has the staff, and he's like, "I can't do this alone." And he puts the staff down. He's like, "Everybody grab on!" All the kids grab on. He's like, "Say my name," and they all say. Billy and he's like no say the other <laughs> say the other name and they all say Shazam and they all they're all grown ups and they have big powers and stuff and they're all ripped. Hmm. That so that like was a weird thing to do for the first introduction. That's what I thought. Yeah, this is your first introduction to this character. We're going to introduce that. that all seems, of the Shazams. Yeah, that seems really far fetched. Also, my my thing was presumably once everybody is calmed down about the first Justice League, they're going to try again with the characters that they've made good movies of. Yeah. So how many of the Shazams are going to be in the Justice League? Because essentially you have like six magical Supermans. Yeah. If this is like the status quo now. I mean, I don't think we're getting Justice League 2 at this point. I personally, I don't think that movie's happening. But if it did, I... Like how do you how do you deal with that yeah. now? Because there's a bunch of extra Shazams. Yeah, I'm just saying if they want an event happening, right. we need an explanation as to why they're not there now. Yeah. yeah, unless they just like go all out in like ten years and it's like Justice League Unlimited, where it's like a hundred superheroes and they're like we're calling in everybody. We're I calling in six Shazams, four Green like Lanterns. That. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I don't. Like, I don't uh, trust Warner Brothers to handle a project like that. Infinity War is not something that can be replicated or yeah. should try to be replicated. I don't think Infinity War will be replicated in our lifetime. Yeah, like, Infinity no. War should not have worked. That's how... Like, that, yeah. film, that film should not have worked. It the has fact no that it did work. is a mirror. There are two million eventual outcomes and we got the one where it that worked. That worked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good, good tie <laughs> yeah. in the movie. That movie. Very good. That, actually, that movie really should not have worked and the mm-hmm. fact that it did is a miracle. Yeah. So, replicating it I, it's not a good yeah. idea. So, yeah. It was fun. I had fun with it. Hmm. wasn't the best. Um... Give it. It's like right, right in the middle, right in the middle for me. Okay, but it's better than most of what DC's put out. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, if it comes to Netflix, I'll probably watch yeah, it. That seems to be how I get my superhero movies now. It's a good time. But for some reason, Warner Brothers has not put any of their movies on Netflix. Yeah, um, I think the Dark Knight movies go on and off. But oh yeah, yeah DC yeah. has their own streaming service. Oh, that's, so that's probably that explains why. why. Did you guys see that? This will be a quick uh, aside. Did you guys see that video of Kanye West? Telling uh, in an interview, telling him, telling the reporter that he thinks of his family as the Incredibles. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I'm big and strong." He says something like that, like comparing himself to Mr. Incredible. And he's like, "Yeah, my wife has a fat ass, like uh, Elastic l- l- like Elastic Girl." <laughs> and then I just I lost it. Thank so you, Kanye. If you, if you need Very some cool. upbeat Kanye West, uh, look up the interview of him comparing leave, his family leave, to the leave Incredibles. It to him. Leave it to him. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. 
Thank you, Kanye. That's my favorite Trump tweet. I quote mm-hmm. him a lot. That's the best one. I have it framed in my bathroom. Thank you, Kanye. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Uh, moving on. Shazam. It was fun. It has good, like, family lessons and stuff, too, because it's okay. about, like, it's about finding a family. And it's, like, not necessarily your real family, but it's still your family. And it's got good lessons like that. He may be so. uh, your dad, but he's not your father. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. It was good. So, that moving on. Also, is one of my favorite lines in any of the Marvel movies is when, is that Woody Harrelson? Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker, sorry, looks at uh, Star-Lord and goes, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. That, yeah. After I watched that movie, I was like, I gotta call my dad. <laughs> Do you guys like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 more than 2? Or Yes. Because this is a big debate. I, 2 doesn't have a plot line. I watched movie. 1 in my Marvel class, and I Wait, liked it. Yeah, it's my, I have a BCA class that's just Marvel. It's sweet. It's so funny. It's like when I talk about, oh, like I'll watch Blade or I watch the first Iron Man again. That that's what you were. It's in wow. that class. It's so good. It's so fun. Um, but we watched it in that class. It's good, but two has better emotional beats. I agree. So with I that. think, like, I don't know. I don't want to say I like two more because like two has a lot of like laughing at its own jokes mm-hmm. and everyone's like howling in laughter at like every single joke and that bugs me. But I don't know. I, I think Almost. there's better character building in two. Yes. I think one was so great because there was nothing like it. We're talking about Marvel again. Let's let's move on. Yeah, moving on. Um, I don't have anything else on Shazam. Okay. So this is kind of my rewatch play, so I'll just like get it out of the way yeah, now. Yeah, we can do that now. I finished We're at like 40 minutes. Love Death and Robots, and it was so good. It's exactly what I needed right now. Yeah. It's just like little 10 to 15 minute they're bite-sized sci-fi snippets. And they're awesome. They're yeah. all mostly really good. Well, there was one that you said you didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like the the heist one. I thought that like, one was weak as it's well. It's like a speed racer mix with like a heist thing, and I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. The animation was weird. I took notes on all of them, and that would take way too much time <laughs> to go through. But uh, you you talked about your favorite earlier. Talk, yeah. Talk about it again. So my favorites were suits. Might have been my my number one. It's I like, like suits. Do you have, like a little bit of context? So. There's a guy, and he's just like, he's a farmer. He's like middle America farmer. He's farming cows. Mm-hmm. And his wife goes, honey, there's a, picking up something out at the fence line, which with her little sci-fi dashboard. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll go check it out. And instead of like a truck and a shotgun, like you'd expect, he gets in like a big robot mech. Like a Titanfall mech. With miniguns on a it. Titanfall mech. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. And then he, he like, all of his neighbors also have mechs, and, and these like aliens are pushing through the barrier into their farm. And it's it's a story about them having to fight them off, and it happens all the time. Like it's pretty routine. Would you describe this as like a much less serious like Black Mirror? All of these are like Black Mirror episodes, yeah. and some of them are more serious, and some of them are darker, and then others are upbeat. And it's have a mix happy of, and it's and they're not even all about robots. It's all like there's some that are straight up comedy. There's like horror. There's a couple that are horror. Yeah. Okay. Um, some lean more heavily into the sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Some are like anime. There's one that's straight up like an anime yeah. style. This one's like a cartoon. A lot of the the animation is like a video game cutscene. It's real, mm-hmm. like Uncanny Valley almost, but it's really good. Some of it has blown past the Uncanny Valley into some of the most beautiful animation I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. the Russian one. That one's so good. And the, the space one where their ship is in the wrong time. Yes. But I, I said this um, last week when we talked about it, but if you're going to watch it, Read the descriptions, look at the thumbnails, and just pick whatever you're interested in. Like, watch the first one because the first Some one is there. Say they don't have to be watched in order. No, right, absolutely nope. not. They have nothing to do with it, any with okay. each other. There's one called Three Robots that I highly recommend. It's that one one's of my really favorites. good. It's really it's like robots just exploring a post-human Earth and like 
kind of knowing stories behind like one picks up a basketball and they're like what is this like how do we use this and then one of them's like reading the wikipedia page on how just, to use them and just not getting it so yeah it's it's yeah I, I probably one of my favorite things but it's it's very similar to black mirror okay. um but they're much shorter and they don't make me sad after watching them that's Which Black Mirror really does. Yeah, yeah. Black Mirror is depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh, society was a phone the whole time. Now I'm, <laughs> this is depressing. Society this is... was a sheep's fart, and now <laughs> yeah. it died. Speaking of which, that is my rewatch play. Was I got through two episodes of uh, Black Mirror one? It was like um, I don't know if either one of you saw this. But it was like they're the, these like genetically modified or they bees or some sort of insect. Yeah, I know. What yeah, and they about. like. Someone has been like hijacking them or hacking them. They started like entering people and like killing. Yeah, so I saw that episode. That was depressing. <laughs> Everyone is. <laughs> Every single one the is. The Tinder one's not. The Tinder one, Hang the DJ, is my favorite episode and only because it's not super dark. But go ahead. Really? There's like a not dark episode of Yeah, it's here. called Hang the DJ. What season is that? Two? The latest one. No, not the latest one, I don't think. Yep. Is it? Okay. Because that's, that's the only season I've watched, okay. other than the first one where the prime minister has to do things right, to well, a for the sake yeah. of my sanity, anyway, I might have to watch that. Carry on. Um, and the second one was more of like a murder mystery, kind of. Like, this lady um, basically comes into this lady's house with a device that can kind of see into your memory and see into your past. And I don't need, she was looking for something else, but looking through her memory, found out that this lady had committed a murder. Mm-hmm. So kind of in a like a panic mode sort of held this lady captive for a while trying to you know not let her you know get out and let other people know that she committed this murder eventually she escaped she hunts this lady down and kills her her husband and you don't know if they killed the, actually no I think she did kill the baby too actually you don't see her you don't see her kill the baby but like they actually do imply that like the, the, the baby was there in one scene then yeah, when they cut and away she's and come like, back the baby wasn't there and Ooh. she's like if I leave it, they'll just look into its memories and yeah. they'll see me here. So, and I think they look into the memory of like the hamster or whatever yeah. that was still there. To figure <laughs> out it zooms in on like, the eye of the hamster at the end. And it's yeah. like, oh, they got her. Yeah, I, so I read that description that was, and I went, yeah. nope, <laughs> <laughs> not this one. But yeah, Hang the DJ is a is a not dark one. Yeah. I, I actually watched Hang the DJ with a Tinder date and it was an interesting experience. <laughs> interesting. So that's the Black Mirror episode I recommend to not be super sad. Anything else, Farhan? Read, watch, play wise? Uh, no, that was as much Black Mirror as I could take. Yeah, yeah no, it's, for, you, little, it's hard to get into that show. Yeah, um, no, it, it is really, like, you, you try to sit down like actually get through a decent amount of the show, and, like, after two, three episodes in, you're like, all yeah. right, my conscience can only take so much. Yeah, yeah okay, what existential crisis am I going to have in this sitting? Yeah. Uh, my rewatch play, I, I kind of took a slow week. Didn't really, like, watch too much new stuff. Um, I've, well, I did watch... Um, our Planet on Netflix, and I watched Blue Planet 2, which are two, like, David Attenborough nature documentaries that are really good. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to a YouTube channel that I've been watching pretty much every day for, like, the past three years called Funhouse, F-U-N-H-A-U-S. Um, they had a recent Let's Play because it was the Matrix 25th anniversary or whatever where they all dressed up as Matrix characters and played a Matrix video game and just did hair... Hilarious jokes and bits over it, so I highly recommend watching Funhouse. They're they're pretty offensive um, to a lot of people. Like one of them does a really exaggerated Asian accent um, that makes me feel bad for laughing at it every time it's on. But I I, I highly recommend watching Funhouse. That's my rewatch. I've play. heard the name, but I don't think I've ever watched that video. They have a twenty four hour live stream called Funhouse TV where they just play a bunch of their old content and randomly cycle it. Oh, okay. And that's a... I just leave that on when I'm studying or doing anything else. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I want to recommend the YouTube channel that I watch all the time because it's very niche humor. And what, it's like, what is it? It's called Auntie Donna. I'm just going to go into it. It's called Auntie that. Donna. <laughs> it's a sketch. I'm completely unsure if I want to do it's this. A, all right, I'm just going to do it. It's a sketch comedy group that's in Melbourne, Australia. Like, I don't, I know how I stumbled across them because most of the podcasts I listen to are from Australia. And they just do sketch comedy and like on YouTube. And then their podcast is just like improv and they do characters and voices. And it's hilarious to me. I have, it's, I don't really know why, but they have a web series right now called Glenridge Secondary College, which is like their experiences in high school, <laughs> the Australian high school, like really exaggerated. And the hilarious thing to me about it is that it's like partially being funded by the Australian government because they have like a <laughs> grant for the arts. Are they a creators pro? Like, yeah. yeah, that's funny. And some of the shit that they make is just so bizarre and stupid. And it's like, the government of Australia like paid for this, and this is this <laughs> is their product. Yeah, like one of them is about like they're being bullied by one of the three guys, and he's like squatted down, and he's in like a dick costume, <laughs> and he's like, like running around like pulling their pants down just the whole time, and like it's like a th- four minute video, <laughs> and it's it, this this is this is what the government of Australia paid for. That's and that's interesting. It's yeah. I, I want to recommend it to people, but a lot of times where I'm like, you guys should check this out. They watch one video and they're like, what the hell did you just show yeah, me? Yeah, like, what did you recommend? <laughs> but you, s- you said you watch a lot of Australian content. Yes. Do you ever find yourself saying, like, Australian slang or, yes. like, speaking in a slight accent? Yes. Because I had that in high school. I used to watch a ton of British stuff. Like, I'd watch Yogg's cast all day long. Mm-hmm. So I found myself saying British words or speaking in, like, British colloquialisms, and it, like I said, bloody a lot. Like, I call trash cans bins now. A oh lot. yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, call your apartment a flat. I don't do that. I do that <laughs> one. Um, what else? Um, Prawns. They say they say like dickhead a lot. Oh it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Not not like a bad insult, but just like what you say to your friends. Like, your oh, friends. Yeah, yeah, dickheads. Yeah. What are you dickheads mm-hmm. up to? I say that a lot now. Okay. But Auntie Donna, if you're into like obscure niche. Bizarre surreal comedy. Okay, I'll I'll send you guys a, a one a, like a yeah send, a not super weird s- video. Send later. me a link and I'll okay. and I'll t- dip my toes in the water. Yeah, I'll send I'll send you guys a funhouse video and you guys okay. can can let me know what you think but, about it. Yeah, just bizarre humor that I okay. think is funny for no reason. You ready to wrap? Yeah, that should do it. Okay, um, thank you guys for listening. Yep, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raving Geeks. You can find us basically everywhere that you can find your podcasts at cm-life.com and Jeremy you also have a podcast I do uh, last episode we did a recap of some of the big I did a recap of the biggest news events that happened while I was in college because I will be leaving here in, in a, about a month um, so I just wanted to take a little nostalgia trip if you want to relive the the tears and the and or glory of the past three years of in political events tune in with me I'm, I might do that because we're both seniors so I'll the little trip down memory lane for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it, it was weird looking back and like, oh man, where was I on election night? What was I doing? So yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a fun episode. Peace right, out, guys. Cool. Till next time, same bad time, same bad channel.